Serving spiritual seekers around the world. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real, with Ray Zander, your guide, coach, and best gal pal. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Everyday Attraction here on Unity Online Radio at unity.fm and also alignradio.com. This week, we're going to be focusing on this concept that there really is not a difference between the physical and the non-physical world when we talk about vibration. What we love to talk about on Everyday Attraction is taking these somewhat esoteric, somewhat metaphysical concepts and making them palpable, delicious, and understandable for our everyday experience. And the reason we do that, because if we can take this understanding and make it usable in our everyday experience, we get a sense of freedom, we get a sense of creativity, we get a sense of the empowering presence that we have in our everyday lives. So we get to take these ideas and move them into the tangible, move them into the physical that we call this physical world, but we're not fooled by appearances. We're not fooled by the fact that there is this physical world and then that there's this nebulous mist that we call the non-physical. Today on Everyday Attraction, we're going to break open some concepts and we're going to hopefully find that we are more powerful and more creative than we've ever imagined. And to help me clear up some of these understandings and to maybe discover some new ones, I have my friend and my favorite co-host on Everyday Attraction, Janice Campbell. Welcome, Janice. Hi. So I'm really excited about this topic because it's something that I think I don't clearly have an understanding of because I, in my mind, still think about, okay, there's the physical world and when people transition, they go into this non-physical. I don't really know what this is. But when I meditate, I engage the non-physical universe. I, I understand the, um, when I gauge my emotions, I understand this non-physical world. But what Abraham is saying to us, our wonderful teachers, um, Abraham, and if you don't know these teachers, if you're listening to us for the first time, hello, welcome. Go to abraham-hicks.com and learn more about them. But I know most of you who've been emailing us are Abrahamites and really do love the philosophy that these folks are bringing through from the non-physical. But they're really, Jen, is trying to help us understand that there is actually no separation on the vibrational line that there's just different levels of vibration and that the spiritual becomes seeable by the physical world because it's just a different vibrational tone but that that when we transition when we die we don't actually go into some other nebulous mist that we're still very much involved in the 
the experience of the physical, which is really fascinating, isn't it? Yeah. Confusing. Well, I was thinking, too, it's interesting. Like, if someone, if we had a friend that lived in another state, we would still feel like they were here. Right. Even though we wouldn't see them. Exactly. And it, but in our, I think it has to do with our thought forms, because we're saying they're on the physical plane. And then if someone transitions, they're not on the physical plane. Right. And then we respond differently because of those thoughts. Yes. And I think they're saying there was a time where that served us. That there, in order to kind of get our bearings, we needed to understand the sort of difference between the physical world and the non-physical. But what I feel that these teachers are bringing through now is that that sort of need to make it black and white or make it, you know, this is real and this is not real is not serving us to the greatest extent of our ability to know our own power. And when we understand that the non-physical God source energy, whatever you want to call it, is so present with us in the physical, it becomes kind of exciting because the stuff that we're dealing with on the physical plane is God, is source, right. is spirit. But I think it's the lens that we look through. It's our perception. Yes. And, and it, it's a discernment like anything, like drinking wine. The more focus and attention you place on it, the more discernment you have and you can see, you know, taste the differences. Yes. So yes. it's kind of like we expand our, and even having, um, being in relationship or conversations with other people, you could start to discern, you know, Unity talks about the personality and the individuality, but you could, I mean, you could start to feel where they're, are they sharing their God self with you or are they kind of covering that over and giving you their personality? Right. But you could feel and sense where they're coming the from. The difference, even though uh, visually, they look the same, but you're getting something different from them. Yes, yes. And so when does the separation happen? What is it? What is separation when it does happen? Um, how, how do we know when separation has happened? Is it a downside when we separate from source? Why is it a downside? Um, these kinds of questions are really interesting. And I'm, I'm going to play a quick two-minute segment from a very, very recent uh, workshop from Abraham Hibson and Hicks. And again, we, we do encourage you to go get the entire workshop at abraham-hicks.com and purchase the workshop that was in Phoenix just this last December, 2011, right after Jerry had uh, made his transition. Now, I'm going to play this and then we'll talk about it because I think what these teachers are telling us is there's there's more to play with than perhaps we're allowing ourselves to to really perceive you to hear. We want you to begin to understand that there is no separation between that which is non-physical, between that which is us, and that which is you, other than the vibrational variance that you introduce as you are fussing and worrying about one thing and another. You're pretty good at that fussing and worrying part, and we certainly understand why. You came into this contrasting environment because you wanted to focus your desire into sharper focus. And when you focus your desire into sharper focus, source flows right with it. That's why desire feels so delicious. But when you doubt that which you are wanting, or when you get crossways of it in some way, then you pinch yourself off from the fullness of it, and that's when you feel a diminished experience. So if there is anything that we want to accomplish as we are chewing together today it is the awareness that all that is is flowing here here right here and you know you feel it more than almost anyone on the planet especially those 
who have been coming for a while, who have been listening to the recordings for a while, you get it. You can feel the fullness when we all get tuned in together, can't you? Mm-hmm. Esther has commented on many occasions that it is so much fun to feel Abraham out there on a new thought. She knows it's new. She knows she's never heard it before. She knows she's never understood it before. She knows it's never been this big before. She knows that it is happening in this moment as a leading edge, co-creating an experience with those like you who have gathered. And all of you are right there with it. Yahooing at the right moments, feeling exhilaration at the right moments. You're right there because it's a co-creative dance where we are all tuned in and we are on this leading edge together. And it's that thought, those moments that many of you recognized even as we were speaking about it here. Those are the moments that let you understand fully what we just said to you about leading edge and source all being right here. Religions... I'm going to stop right there and we'll maybe go back to it a little bit. But what I, um, I get so exhilarated when I hear this, this information because it is about wanting to have a more full experience of life. And when they talk about when we, when we fuss and worry, let's talk about that a little bit. When we fuss and we worry, that's when we start to create this other experience that isn't the fullness of the physical. Well, because we can't see it. Because if we're focused, if our attention is on the fussing and the worrying and what's here, or what I mean, what's not here or what's going to go wrong, we're not open and available to what is possible. To the full experience. To the full experience. It's like anything else. If we're at an amusement park and all of a sudden we get a blister on our foot, all of our attention is on the blister on our foot and we can't walk. We don't see the rides, the food, the Possibilities. All we're focused on is our blister on our foot. God bless it. Yes, and I love our emotional life for that because our emotional life is this wonderful barometer that allows us to know whether we are fully experiencing everything we can in this moment or we've cut ourselves off or we pinched i like that word pinched. You know what i like too it's like it's almost it's using all the pieces for good so that when we are feeling the pinch it's exciting oh there's more yes almost like you know presence a pinch more presence, pinch more presence. <laughs> we don't have to be afraid of anything yeah, but it's all good but as long as you know the mechanics of this you don't have to be fearful about it so it's like this idea of vibrational variance so with source energy, there's no separation between the physical and the non-physical world. That's something that we have perceived, that God is as present in the chair as it is in the coffee cup, as it is in you and I. So presence is pulsing at different kind of recipes of vibration. And then we go off being the brilliant beings that we are and create a variance by not allowing full, by not allowing the full understanding And then we create a contrast, which then allows us to push this non-physical energy even more forward and say, you know, we'd like this. We'd like this more experience. I think what I love about this is we're not alone. We're not cut off. I think sometimes the mind can trick us into this idea of isolation. And also limitation. Like a lot of times we could be in a group or conversation where you're not supposed to rise above the group or you don't want to... There's only so much of the pie to go around, so don't take too much. That way there'll be less for other people. But learning and understanding that it's not the way the universe works. It's constantly expanding and evolving. And no matter how much we choose to see and experience, we're not taking anything away from anyone. I love that. And I want to be with the crowd that's having the best time. 
<laughs> right? <laughs> so I want to be at the party. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want to be where the action is. What I love about this, too, is that the action is our own personal experience. Yes. We don't have to do, because we've all been at parties where it's not my kind of party. Or I'm not having that much fun at this party. Other people are having fun at this party, but I'm not having fun at this party. But when we're tuning into our vibration, this is our party. It's always the best party. Yeah. <laughs> it's always the best party. And I think, yeah, we can spend time... You know, in the in the lower emotions and feeling cut off and having our worry and our fear and but but I've, in the back of my mind, it's almost okay to do that because I know the party's always available. Like the party's never going away. And what I mean by that is my my peeps, my source energy, my guides, my whatever it is on that physical, non physical, vibrational plane, they're always there for me. This co- consciousness is always embracing me, loving me unconditionally, always wanting to pull me back into the fold. You know, there's always that kind of so if I go off and play in resistance no big deal it's like I have this lifeline that can yeah. pull me back in and it, you just pivot yeah it's like it's so subtle yeah <laughs> always there <laughs> and I can be a risk taker yeah. I mean I can go into those well when you areas. know that you're being held and you're not going to be dropped yeah. you can be a risk taker yeah there's nothing to be afraid of like we talked about before the roller coaster when we're all strapped in <laughs> yeah safety harness we can go really fast <laughs> we can go really fast and we love it yeah but if we don't know it's controlled we'll have a horrible yes. time thinking that like death you wouldn't is go in. that yeah. fast in a car it'd be dangerous you right. wouldn't feel safe oh see this is where the creativity comes in because if you know that there is no separation between the infinite intelligence of the planet and that you're tapped in, tuned in, turned on whatever you decide to be, you could be in a board meeting, you could be out on the ski slopes, you could be doing anything and you can decide, I wonder how I could have a fuller experience by tapping into this energy. If it's all here right now, I don't have to go to church, I don't have to be in meditation we for 45 minutes. We don't have to earn minutes. it, deserve it, oh. work for it. Right, right there. Um, what kind of experiences, what kind of um, ideas, desires, what kind of possibilities can come from that knowing? Come from that knowing. I mean, it's, it's again, they've said this. You've got a million bucks in the bank and you're acting like you're poor. Yeah. I love that saying. What, what is that I've seen in this little paperweight? What would you do if you knew you could not fail? Yeah. It's great. It's wonderful. Because so often that's where we ride with the brakes on. Right. We're like, well, yes, I'm drawn to this desire, but what if this happens? But what if? <laughs> and so we're like, rrr, 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 you know, we're following it, but we still are a little hesitant. Yes. And we as humans have gotten into this really kind of bad habit. I'm just going to call it a bad habit of thinking that we're not worthy of this, mm-hmm. that we're not worthy of infinite intelligence. Yeah, but that, again, you, know, you could justify why we have that bad habit. I mean, look at what we, yeah, you know, we're sinners, unworthy. I mean, again, we have to have compassion for it. Well, no wonder if those thoughts are circulating within us, there's no mystery here. Yeah. And we've actually created a world that, that reflects that kind of dichotomy. Right. But with awareness, we could choose as to where we're going to place our attention and also choose what world we're going to live within. Oh, I just got the aha. There's a reason why I think that there's a line between the physical and the non-physical because I've been taught that. I've been told that from the very, very beginning. Like, that, why would you think yeah, anything else? Yeah, you've no, got to work your way back to non-physical. You've yes. got to work your way back through prayer mm-hmm. and forgiveness and meditation. Service. And will, yes, <laughs> More and service. Someday, maybe, if you're if really, you're really yeah, good. Probably and, not. Probably not. <laughs> and you can try. Try. Keep trying. But keep probably trying. not. <laughs> you'll be able to tap into this juice. You'll be able to, And that's all, you know, just false premise. False premise after false premise after false premise. And yet to wake up 
that's really truly enlightenment. It's not some sort of big nirvana where the sky opens up and, you know, gold coins rain down. It's really about this realization and remembering. Yeah, and waking up to what's already here. Oh, it's already here. It's already here. So where in our lives are we acting as if we don't have more power? That we don't have the ability to get all the answers. <laughs> it's flashed on my tap dance class. <laughs> because I'm always in that class thinking, I'm not a dancer. I, I, you know, I don't know why other people seem to be getting this quicker than me. Maybe i got to start trying that infinite intelligence. <laughs> i got to tap into that tonight. Well, I think it's definitely, you know, that thing when you get into dancing and the, and the body, you know, and trying to... To talk about dancers, I mean, they really do have to mold yes. the non-physical and the physical together. And I think that's why we love dance so much. If you do love dance and you take it, it's like this beautiful connecting between physical and non-physical yes. or any instrument well, that I'm you play. Sometimes I say, I'm a great dancer. <laughs> I have such a good And I know it becomes easy. I flow with it. As opposed to when I'm telling myself, I don't know what the heck I'm doing here. Absolutely. Actually, I had a, a woman um, who comes to our, our Abraham class every week, and she was talking about her daughter who was really struggling with her chemistry test. And she was really stressed out about it. And what she had said is, why don't you tap into all the scientists who've ever lived and let them guide you? And, of course, her daughter thought she was crazy. But, but she's, you know, what she said to her, I'm going to give it a shot. You know, I'll stay open to what, you know, the answers may be. And she studied. She did the the work, but it was just allowing more of that presence to be fully communicating to us on the physical. But that I think is so powerful about what Esther does is that mm. she's saying yes. It's not like she is the only one who could tap into it. She just is a bigger yes to it. Oh, I love that. And so our job is to keep accessing it, tapping into it, just like the you know. I love that. The scientist, you know, tap into the intelligent. But why not? Why it's not? all there well, in the ethers. Isn't that what prayer is? Yeah. I mean, isn't that what prayer is? And then what we talk about in unity is that every thought is a prayer. Mm -hmm. That we are, when we engage in our thoughts, bringing the physical and the non-physical together. We're using our minds, which is where the physical thoughts live at some capacity. There's energy there. There's synapses. But we're kind of melding within our very thoughts, the physical and the non-physical, as one union that is creative. You know, and it's, it's just knowing that you have that capacity. It's really a faith. Yeah. It's faith. Like... Can I really bring this non-physical to physical? Yes. And what does it feel like yes. when I am? And that's, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk more about what does it feel to be firing on all cylinders? And what does it feel like when we're not? And how can we wake up to the times that perhaps we're not on all cylinders firing so that we can have a more full life in the moment every day? You're listening to Everyday Attraction. We'll be right back after the break. Don't think about it. When listeners like you contribute to the Unity Online Radio Network, you're making a positive difference in your life and the lives of other spiritual seekers. To contribute, visit www.unity.fm and make a one-time donation or sign up for monthly contributions. Thank you for your support. Have you ever considered that everything you think and say is a prayer to the universe? Are you sending a positive or negative message? 
Join Rev. Beverly Molander and her guests on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, to find out how you can activate your own power of yes. Using affirmative prayer or positive intention can make a big difference in the way you think, feel, and live. If you want help moving from chaos to clarity in relationships, health, prosperity, or work, this is the place for you. We'll have some how-to suggestions about how you can say yes more often from this point forward. Talk with Beverly Molander and her guest live every Monday at noon central, 1 p.m. Eastern. Affirmative prayer, activating the power of yes, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Turn to Everyday Attraction and the Metaphysical Porch with your spiritual neighbor, Ray Zander. Have a sit, get something to sip, and let's get real. Spiritual. Welcome back from the break. You're listening to Everyday Attraction with Ray and Janice here on Unity FM, Unity Online Radio, and AlignRadio.com. So, before the break, we we're talking about what does it feel like? Because again, we want to go back to this feeling nature to guide us, to let us know whether we're fully engaged with this source energy that is present here in this physical environment. What does it feel like to be fully engaged? And when they talked about in that clip we listened to, when we're at an Abraham workshop, and if anyone hasn't gone, Please go. They're still traveling around. Um, you can check it out on their abraham-hicks.com, but just go to one of the workshops because I love the feeling of being in a workshop and I, and I can feel new information coming through. I can almost feel the enlightenment happening and there is nothing more exciting than that co-creative. I mean, it's almost, I don't have any words to explain that feeling. You know, it's so exciting. Yeah, I think when you talk about what does it feel like to be firing off on all cylinders, what comes to me is when I get in that place, it really feels like I'm being held. Ah. It's like this feeling like, oh, my God, something. It's like a, a knowing and an understanding that things are going on here that I'm being helped with or guided. Yes, I'm not yes, by myself. And yes. when I, when it's the opposite, when I feel like I'm not falling on all cylinders or feeling that feeling of being pinched off, it's kind of like, it's all up to me. Oh, I'm not gosh. doing enough. I should work. It's, it's like, it's an, an, an inadequacy within me versus the fullness of getting lots of help. I love lots that. Of, like expansive. It's like almost like energies are, Things or doors are opening that I didn't even have to turn the handle on. Yeah. And it's like, wow, cool. Like you're dancing with life. Yeah. And dancing you're, and you really life. have that support. <laughs> I love that idea that we feel supported. We feel engaged. We feel like we're not alone here. And then when we're, we're doing the fussing and worrying and what if, we do feel alone. And you know, when you think about it with the vibration and the perception, it's almost like we, we bring our attention down, 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 down. And so it's just, yeah. A little opening for that source energy to flow through. Oh, and it so feels painful. Painful and constricted and small as opposed to expansive and all-inclusive. Yes. Like no energy is being pushed away or blocked out. It's like there's there's the capacity to hold it all. I almost feel like the if suffering had a tone, it would be that idea of trying to squeeze this huge vibration into a small 
straw. Like, <laughs> yeah, that, it just is so not elegant, and it's suffering. It's and like, when we're small, we could feel it too. Uh, like when our consciousness is is shrinking and tightening, it is the opening is very very constricted. constricted. And it's and life is not fun. No, and well, it's, you, a, it's survival. It's that energy of well, oh. I have to, I have to keep my position, or I have to do this in order to survive or be okay. That's why I think this information is so freeing. And why I love it so much, because if you don't know that there's more, you almost think that that straw-like experience of suffering and feeling cut off is all there is. Well, because you look around and that's what you see and that's what people are talking about. So we're not really trusting source. We're saying, oh, I guess that's true. A lot of people say it's true. And then we could find evidence in our life. Well, you know, that whole thing where we like to fit in and blend in. Oh, I have problems too. I'm suffering too. We're all connected now. We're the same. Isn't this great? But yet it doesn't feel good. And somehow this reality, it's like, uh, this is my reality. Right. And And I think that's what's so valuable about the Abraham is they're in a different conversation. That's not a really popular, you know, it's not the predominant conversation that we hear on the news or the government or in society. So it's refreshing if you have an interest in that. I mean, no wonder so many people gravitate to it because it's like oxygen. Yes, <gasps> yes, yes. I, I, that's who I am. I resonate with that. I recognize the truth and what they're saying, and it feels good. But, but it's kind of. Um, I think sometimes when we when we connect on the suffering level, it's sort of a mediocrity of connection. It's not our true connection because right. I know a lot of people feel better. Well, it's like junk they, food. It's that yeah. temporary fix, and it's, it's just never enough. Yeah, it's not. It's insatiable. It's not satisfying. I know, and I think that's sometimes where a lot of addictions come in, where people um, find that they're trying to fill this hole, fill this emptiness, because and it feels a, it feels a little better than what the emptiness that they felt before. So right. it's an improvement. Oh, I'm connecting with people. We're talking about our suffering. Like, oh. I'm not alone, right. which is better, better than, than feeling alone and suffering. Right. Better right. than being alone and suffering. Now I'm suffering with other people. Right. So it's like, it's a little better, but it's still not what it could be. It's not removing the straw and letting the fullness yeah. of it come through. Yeah. And it's like settling yeah. for very second best, but very second. Very I, mean, second. <laughs> I know. And not, and not really what we came here to do. Right. Um, and so the it's physical... A com- it's a compromise. And the physical plane will suffer. I think the body suffers when it's not fully engaged in the non-physical universe where it's not... I mean, again, let's face it. The body is interacting with non-physical. What's beating your heart right now? What's making your skin cells grow? Oh, there's so much stuff that we don't have control over in the physical world, obviously. So your body... Uh, and I remember, oh, Candace Pert, Dr. Candace Pert, I'll never forget her. Your subconscious, your body is your subconscious mind. It's like your body is an experience of this non-physical universe expressing itself. Every cell, you're almost like a community of trillions and trillions of cells that are source energy, that are getting their commands uh, from source energy unless we intercede. Unless but you know, it's we the have same everywhere. Enough. We can say our money is our subconscious mind. Our yeah. relationships are our subconscious mind. Our career is our subconscious mind. It's so true. It's so true. Now, I want to play this other track. And again, I'm so excited about this Phoenix workshop. If you have a chance to get the whole workshop, you can go to the abraham-hicks.com website and order. Oh, it's just delicious. But I want to play another quick track where this wonderful gentleman came in and provoked from Abraham what they were saying was the most important question they ever heard. Here we go. Excellent. Is there ever a moment, and and, and Jerry's uh, transitioning is what caused this question to come to you. Um, Is there ever a moment in eternity that we are purely non-physically focused or is energy always blended with something physical? 
That is the most important question that we've ever heard because it speaks to what we're talking about here. Non-physical is here. There's no nebulous, there's always focus, you see. That's why we're wanting you to feel the beauty and the power of what you are about, the importance of what you are about, you see. Because you keep stirring it up, and we all keep thinking about it with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to stop before he goes into nitpicking. I just loved that one expression of... You know, this is the most important question that you've ever asked. We are always blended, but it is a matter of focus. It is a matter of source energy is always focused on the non-physical, but where are we focused? How are we focused? It's such an interesting idea that there is not this other place, but it is simply the focus of source that is making the physical universe possible. Yeah, but you know, it's tricky because when I'm hearing that, Source energy is always focused on the physical, and yet as physical beings living on this earth plane, we're told to focus on the the invisible. Right. (laughs) So it's like, I don't get it. (laughs) Right, exactly. (laughs) Maybe they're both pointing to... There is nothing to get because it's all blending. It's all. If blending. you're looking from this angle, you look down. <laughs> if you're, you know, not like there is an up or down, but right, you know, there that their focus this there. What is even there? It's like this energy is focused in physical. We're then moving back into the non-physical with our consciousness, with our thoughts, with our feelings, and then moving, and then together, the creative world is birthed from that. Well, I think this really helps with where we started at the beginning, between no separation between physical and non-physical. Yes. Because if both sides are looking, blending with each other, of course, it's blending on both sides. Yes. You know what I mean? It has yes. to. It has there to has to be blending, together. and then it all gets down to the degrees. Yes. To which, we're, you know, are we 90% physical, 10% non-physical? Are we 80% non-physical, 20% physical? You know, kind of, it's all mixed in there. But how, what's our opening like? Well, that was my, my question, you know, that he had asked so succinctly is, you know, uh, those of you who have been following Esther and Jerry, they have been together for many, many years in creating this work. And Jerry just recently made his transition. And, you know, the question was so poignant. Was there ever a time in our transition where we're purely non-physical? And it's tricky because when people transition, when they move out of their body, it feels like they're no longer participating physically. But what they said is, that's not true. But then it, it's saying... Are they a hundred percent? They wouldn't. Are they a hundred percent? Maybe this is just <laughs> degree. tripping over the separation part. But mm-hmm. is it a hundred percent physical? They said they're always physically focused. Is it a hundred percent physically focused? Well, I think it's more about the perspective. And you were talking earlier about the personality. I think on the metaphysical realm, you have an ability to focus into a personality, and transitioning death is just simply pulling that focus back from the personality, but still being focused in the overall experience of consciousness. I don't, much of this where none of us are going to know unless you've had a death experience or perhaps you have the ability to tap in and get clarity on this. We're all going to experience it, people. Don't worry, this question will be answered. (laughs) I always think it's interesting when people say, oh, I'm going to see my parents in heaven or something. It doesn't really make sense to me because what, you think you're going to see their personality walking down the street with you? Right. But the love that they are, which is the truth of what they are, which is eternal and timeless, we could tap into that 
at any time. Yes. Because otherwise we're saying, oh, I want that personality back. But that's like when you have kids. Oh, I want the three-year-old personality back. Now I want my 10-year-old back. Now I want my 17... Well, maybe not. No. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm <not>. teasing. <laughs> no, but it's kind of saying we really want to attach to the personalities at different ages and stages instead of the eternal timeless of what people are. Yes, yes. That's what we crave anyway. Yeah. We don't really crave the personality. Right, right. Or this, or the, what has passed, you know? Right. But what they've been saying now is, is part of this, you know, of course this teaching, this philosophy is always moving forward. And they talk specifically about what this teaching now is embracing, is to really help us as mere mortals, quote unquote, to really understand that there is no death, that there is simply a transition in consciousness, and that even Jerry's passing is going to help us for those of us who study these folks, in really understanding that in a deeper, more profound way than we've ever known it. And I think that is such an amazing uh, opportunity for us because I think so much suffering happens from this idea of ending, of right. never being fully right. aware or alive again. I remember someday mm-hmm. I thought about, I forget how old, but like JFK, the drama of his assassination. Oh my God, that's horrible. But then I thought, oh wait, I think it'd be about like 120 now or so. <laughs> you know I, mean? I forget what it was, but right. it's kind of like we're all passing through. That's like right. saying I, that three-year-old person is no longer living in my home. That person is is gone, has made their transition. Right. A 10-year-old has been birthed. Or, right. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of like it is Moving just getting attached to different... It's like saying, oh, I wish I was back in high school. Or it's, There's something about being attached to the personality part that's kind of has us focused a little bit it's a little bit off well I, I think one thing too is is embracing that idea that we do move in and out of this consciousness and that whether we move out dramatically or early or whether we transition into old age i think it's trying to release some judgments that one is um, necessarily non-spiritual or others are spiritual. Like if you live to 120, then that means that's a spiritual transition. Whereas if you were, you know, in a car accident or that, we well, have to let that right. go. We have to let go because we don't know. Well, it's judging. Why. One's right. right. One's wrong. Right. One's better than. One's right. not as good as. Or But I just like the idea that there is not an necessarily just an ending there. There is a mm-hmm. beginning as well. And I think many of us who are in the spiritual tradition obviously are embracing that understanding. But I like more information. I like some clarity on it. I like this idea that even that there is no time where you're purely non-physical, that that isn't even a, a chemical existence, that you're always going to be blended with the physical world. I bring comfort from that. But I think you it's know? more, when I hear you saying that, it's more like trying to attach, almost like, let's just say, Jerry is now non-physical. Is he blended with Esther? Is he blended with right. Ralph? Is he blended with Harvey? You know, it's kind of yeah. like that's the interest. Like, I think part of this where we get hung up is we think it's tit for tat. It is, I know. You know like, and, it's got to go right. into a particular. <laughs> well, it's because we're all sitting in individual clumps. You know what I mean? But then they, they say, say everybody could channel Jesus. It's kind of like right. the consciousness. It's it's all. But, but I think it gets down to thinking there's a separation between our personalities are separate, but our individualities are all one. All one. All coming from the same pool same of source, consciousness. Same source. Yeah. Same. Woo! Are you people, are you holding on with us here? (laughs) So what does this mean about breakfast tomorrow? I mean, how does this apply to my everyday existence, you know? And we want to get back to the tangible. and, and, And the part of it, I think, again, is that when you get into suffering, when you get into contrast, when you get into circumstances where you feel isolated, if you know 
The truth is that you are not alone. The truth is that you are always connected to source, infinite intelligence. There's always a way out. There's always a solution to the problem. You are never dumped by the side of the road, left right. to fend for yourself. Well, unless we're saying we, are, we are dumped on the side of the road. Right. But at any moment, we could do the pivoting or the shifting and say, maybe I was wrong about that. Yeah. Maybe I'm not alone. And maybe, maybe I, I am connected. Drop in. Yeah. Drop in. Yes. And see what else is available to me. And again, this, you know, we want to enrich that experience as we move into our mind and our consciousness and our, and our internal space. I'll call it our internal space, not our non-physical spaces, our internal space where we can really tap into some of these energies. And But we want to have a familiarity with what that means. Uh, some call it prayer. Some call it meditation. Some call it a combination of both. But it is that knowing that you have some place to go, uh, that you just are not out here on the leading edge without that support. Yeah. And you could do it out there on the, you know, it's more of sometimes it's easier when we have the silence to focus. But we also could be like a walking meditation yes. where we feel the presence of God everywhere, in everything, in everybody. Oh, I like that. I like that because that's what we I We don't want. have to separate and go into a quiet room, although sometimes that helps us. It that's makes it easier to turn within. But it's not necessary. It's not necessary. But I think sometimes, I don't know about you, but we do sometimes divide our world up. You know, like, uh, this is my work life, this is my church life, this is my family life. And I'd like to practice as, as sort of a group consciousness here to start seeing God fully present in every sector. In every circumstance, in every situation, uh, we might not know all the answers. Of course we don't. And it's not our place to maybe know everything and why and what for. But to trust that source energy is working itself through and as that circumstance in every corner of our lives. And I think that will open up the creativity. That will open up the options. Well, it's you know? cultivating a new habit. Yeah. It's just a new a new way of seeing. And those people don't have to speak your language. It's not like you can only do No, it's your experience. Right. Yeah, you know, I remember talking a lot sometimes when people when they have problems with their kids or whatever and I'm like, You can still love them. You don't have to wait they don't have to give you something back. It's <laughs> right. you know, it's kinda of funny. It's your experience. You can have any experience you want, regardless of what other people are doing. But it's that idea of opening those doors. Yes. And really embracing And knowing that you have the power to open those doors. That yeah. it's a decision, a choice. But it's always interesting, though, when people say, I'm searching for God, you know, on my spiritual journey. I don't know. I think it's kind of funny because it, it is right here, so fully present, dripping. It's, it's consciousness here. It's, you know, there is no real search unless we choose to call it a search. You know, well, just, I think it's, a, it's an understanding thing. It feels yeah. like a search, like anything feels far off if we don't if believe we, don't we have access here. to it. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, we're going to take a break, but when we come back in our last segment, I want to play a, a bit of a of the workshop that just brought me to tears, and I'll play it for you all, and we'll see if <laughs> what your reaction is. But it's really coming to a place of great appreciation for this experience of being both in the physical and the non-physical experience and waking up to the blendedness of who we are. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're listening to Everyday Attraction. Don't think about it. Let it unfold. Let it From on the air to on the sea, pack your bags and come with me. Hey, hey, what you waiting for? An early winter rendezvous 
with all the things you love to do. Hey, hey, treat yourself to more. A little more summer, a little more sun, a little less work and a lot more fun. A little more beach, a little more sand, a little less stress and a lot more tan. Join your favorite Unity Online Radio hosts for Cruise in the Caribbean, November 10th to 17th, 2012. On this fun-filled Caribbean adventure, enjoy sunshine, exceptional dining, and island excursions. Feed your spirit with music, message, and meditation, plus one-on-one time with some of your favorite hosts. That's Cruise in the Caribbean, November 10th to 17th, 2012. To learn more, go to unity.fm slash cruise. A little more sunset, a little more sea, a little less do and a lot more be. Listening to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. To learn more, become a fan of our Facebook page, search for Everyday Attraction, or email us at everydayattraction at unity.fm. Your comments and participation are sincerely welcomed. Welcome back from the break. You're listening to Everyday Attraction with Janice and Ray. And we are really loving this idea of the blendedness of of our experience in life, that there truly is not a division between that which is spiritual and holy and that which is physical and and colorful, that they are truly a, a pumping of vibration and a knowing that is all infused. And I heard this one part of the Phoenix workshop, and again, this is the Phoenix workshop that happened just recently in December of 2011, right after Jerry's transition. And you can get a copy of that by going to the website and you can actually get the full four CD set, which I really encourage you to do. But this, you know, I always found that Jerry and Esther's relationship, for those of us who've been following them for a while, is kind of ideal in the sense that they both had a very deep spiritual bond, but they also had a very fun physical life in their travels and in their earthly kind of knowing. And I wanted to play this track because I think this person expressed what I would want to express about who they are and and what's happening now. Stay tuned. Here we go. When I found out that Jerry made his transition, it was um, because I was reading uh, an email that Esther sent out. So it was a, a few days or so after that happened. So I hadn't heard about it until then and when I heard about it this really you know I was reading it this really beautiful feeling of joy overcame me I knew I was in a really good place um, and with understanding everything that you have um, been teaching us because that feeling of joy overcame me more than anything else and right at that moment I was about halfway through that and I was recognizing that feeling and I looked up at the clock and it was 555 and that was Jerry that was Jerry so Jerry and then his favorite thing yeah. 333-444-555. Esther begged him to stop waking her and telling her. <laughs> well, Kristen will be really um, pleased to hear that I haven't done that to her because two mornings after that, I woke up and it was 5.55. The second time I woke up and it was 5.54. So I sat there and I watched it turn 5.55. That was also Jerry. Yeah. And I, and I smiled with Jerry right then. That was great. So this is, um, I just want to say one more thing. And this is for Esther, for when she's playing the workshop back. Um, I just wanted to tell her that I understand her and Jerry's connection to 
the source energy within her and Jerry, and the quest for alignment with themselves as individuals first and foremost is why they have what I have come to know as one of the most joyful relationships I have ever witnessed. And it is in the knowing of some of the details of their relationship through stories that you have shared with us um, or on spending time with them on cruises with stories they have shared with us that um, I have been inspired and influenced into allowing that for myself and having that with my partner. And that has been the golden nugget for me in all of this. And as much as Esther feels that she is most alive in these type of forms, so do we. And I am looking forward to the more that is coming and appreciate the time and the energy focus here for the expansion. Thank you so much. Oh, my God. Okay, so, I, you know, it's not only what he said there, but the energy that he had, just sort of that most aliveness. You know, the most aliveness is when we, we tap into that individual relationship with this source. And then when we have relationships with one another, it's just, you know, cherry on top. But this profound um, knowing that, that we are communicating back and forth. And I know the numbers thing is kind of silly, but it happens to me a lot. I'm sure many of you listening, it happens where you, you know, you see the numbers thing. And, you know, whether or not that's whatever's going on there, it's fun. It's fun to feel as if, you know, you know it's funny though. I had never heard that number thing. Five, five, five. Whatever. Mm-hmm. But ever since Eric, my oldest son, was little, we've always had this agreement that when it's one, 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 two, 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 three, 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 we think of each other. Oh, I and love We've been it. doing that for years, I and I've never that. heard that. Oh, I, mean, it's I love it. Yeah, fives are my thing, and, I, and that was just because, you know, I'd heard that happen, and of, of course, it's always so much fun that, and the fun part of it is it's nice when source energy waves back at you through the physical world. I mean, that is thrilling for all of us. So, and I know many of us have had situations where people have quote unquote transitioned and they have communicated back in some way, shape or form. And it's just comforting to kind of do the sort of wave. But I think the, the profoundness of that appreciation that we are in this together, that there is no end to that, which we are becoming, um, that we are in a dance of expansion and that it's an individual relationship. I mean, I think what he was trying to say there was he sees that it's Jerry's individual relationship with Source and Esther's individual relationship with Source and that they're on different tracks. I mean, Jerry said, I'm moving on, and Esther said, I'm staying here. And But it's all blended as well. It's this right. really beautiful kind of combination of, of of our own personal relationship with God and then the combination of relationships that we have with each other, which is God looking back at us. Right. But it kind of reminds me, too, of that, like you were saying about feeling most alive. And for each one of us, we feel most alive when we're connected to source. And it could be if we're running, painting, talking, whatever it is, but you know what that feels like. And hearing him, it is such a gift when we connect to source. No matter what we're doing, that energy, like he was saying, how inspired he was, by watching them connect to source, that it's a gift that we give to each other. It really is. And watching them in individually have their relationship with this energy and then come together as a couple, and we're hearing it in the stories, and whether it be with our families or friends, I mean, we thrive off of that, yes. you know, kind of living in both worlds. Well, it's such a giving, giving and receiving. We love to be in that space and give it. We love when other people are in that space and giving it to us, and we're receiving it. And yeah. It's just it's kind of that possibility of what life can be. Yes. It's possible. But I think it's the shedding of this idea that we are less than and that we are working our way back to. It's just a misunderstanding. It's just a slight misunderstanding. (laughs) And we'd like to clear it up right now. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. We're done. (laughs) 
That's all it takes. Exactly. We're never going to be misunderstood again. (laughs) Let's just stop that nonsense. But I I think it is that, um, you know, that I can't get there. I can't do it. I've been told. I mean, all the kind of shackles that we put on ourselves about not being enough. And uh, I I really think that there is such a profound awakening in this information that not only can you not be, do, or have anything that you truly desire, uh, you have the mechanics to do it. Yeah. You but know? we're learning that as we go. That's the process. And that's why it's so important to have compassion for ourselves and other people. This is a process yes. of unfolding. It's part. Of, it's the fun part. Yes. Again, they could say nobody wants to come into a feathered nest. Like, oh, it's perfect. Now we're done. It's fun to work through things yes. and feel the expansion. And we only feel that with the contract. You know, so it's getting back to there's nothing wrong here. Yes. And it's I love that it. I love that it lives within us. Uh-huh. And it also lives within the trees. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it lives within the physical universe. It's not like it's only my own interconnection with God. And now I must go to the mountaintop and connect it's like it's in the food you know this connection to source is in the oxygen it's in the physical elements in the plants it's everywhere and and i think what's so exciting is that when you open up to that your cells in your body receive the fullness of the physical universe the greens are greener the water's clearer but we didn't need to be present to receive it i was thinking like a book we open a book which looks like just a physical book but yet it speaks to us it's alive so we have to be receptive to that aliveness right and I think the the more that we tune ourselves, and I laugh, you know, uh, you know that idea of sort of tuning ourselves to the fullness of our ability to receive that energy. And is there no end to that? You know, is there no end to that ability to receive more? And I don't think that there is. And Absolutely I think our not. bodies <laughs> are even evolving to more fully receive mm-hmm. our consciousness, our minds. I mean, if you think about over time, as you look at the evolution of just the, the human brain and its growth and its ability to um, have more receptivity and more capacity. And we keep breaking all these, you know, quote unquote rules that we've set. You know, the four minute mile, the three minute mile, let's fly, let's do it. And know? then when you look back on that, it's like, oh, how funny that I actually live by that Rule. Yeah. I mean, it really is interesting when we. Not like back. I can run a four minute mile. <laughs> <laughs> Someday. <laughs> you have the ability. But I, I do need the design. Don't have that. <laughs> but it is that idea, you know, and I, I kind of laugh now when I hear it in the news or I hear someone say, well, that can't be done. It can't be done, you know? And who knows? There but really, is, it's more like it's never been done it's yet. It's never been done yet. Which doesn't mean it can't be done. Which doesn't mean it can't be done. And there's always going to be the first person to do it. And why not you? Why not us? Why not be the first person that keeps tuned to the yes and allows the universe to keep delivering the components for that development, for the yes to be fully realized? But it's us being tuned to the yes that the information, the the mathematics, the consciousness, the ideas, that's where they flow from. And that is, as you've talked about in the Receive Your Life, uh, work is endless. It is a root Infinite. system that goes you know, into infinity. And we are co-creating with Source to go places that we've never gone before. <laughs> <laughs> it's Star Trek, baby. <laughs> but there is that sort of limitlessness that these teachers are reminding us. And what I take back to my everyday experience is, Whenever I start to feel that constriction emotionally, knowing that there is no limit other than my perception gives me some freedom to go back and, and think again. Right. And even the constriction is a sign that there's more. Yes. The very constriction. I love that. The very constriction itself is an indication that there is more to be had, more to be made available in your life, more answers, more more abundance, more flow. Um, you are a creative genius, and that doesn't matter if you have a college degree, if you've ever stepped inside of a classroom. There is a creative genius within all of us, and yet it has an expression that is individualized. And 
it needs to be without judgment, uh, you know, to allow it to fully express. And, and in that way, we don't know who we've come to be. And I don't really want to figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we do know who we've come to be. It's planted in the seeds of our desires. I mean, whatever we're drawn to, whatever is inspiring us is our roadmap. But I'm thinking as we open up and we amp up the allowing, the desires change. Oh, yeah. No, I see what you're saying. Exactly. That just gets us going in the right direction. But I think what we came here to be is just pure love. Yeah. And there's an infinite number of ways we can express that love. Yeah. But it's what we are. And it comes out in, in any kind of, of way that we express on the physical, whether it be your love to bake, your ability to parent, uh, your ability to paint or create, or even just to have a great relationship. Like what what we were speaking about before, like what we've seen with Jerry and Esther. They're, it's almost like know, it doesn't matter what form it takes. Yeah. It's the essence that's present. Yes, present. and and that and there's always more to that continuum. You know, you're never at a place in your life, age wise, where you have to settle. Yes, no, no compromising. <laughs> there's more opportunities, and it is that practice of of realizing how fully aware source energy is of you in the unconditional loving place that it is and that, that there is a consistency to it, that it never goes away. And that blendedness is with us as we experience our lives here on the planet. And as we move to whatever the next adventure is, I, I love that consistency because I think what has often got us on the wrong foot with death and transitioning is that there's an unknown there and we can blow it. Yeah. You know, it's like we could get yeah. this wrong, but right. we can't get it wrong. We can't get it wrong. <laughs> and it's always going to be very known to us. Yeah. And the only time that the worst we could do is turn away. You feel the restriction, but then we always come back because there's something we want. (laughs) Right. And there's always an anchor. Yeah. Like you can never get too far away from that, which you truly are. So we've come to the end of our hour and I hope that you've enjoyed some of the things that we've talked about today and really begin to see your life as a blended expression of source energy and, and physical as a continuation of that consciousness, that there is no division, there is no loss, but there is a beautiful shifting of energy that goes between that which we know as physical and that which we know as invisible. And we hope that you have an opportunity to engage more of these teachings by going deeper into the unity opportunity here at unity.fm and also some of the other teachings that are available in this wonderful, exploding metaphysical world. Um, and what you bring to it, your perspective, your consciousness is also pulling it forward. So thank you, Janice. Thank you. We'll see you next time. It was fun to explore this and we hope that you have a wonderful week and we'll end this hour as we do every hour with a law of attraction card reading from our wonderful Charcelle. You can get a set of these cards yourself and I highly recommend that you do purchase one for your car, one for your purse and one for your bedroom, get three sets and have them available because they're just such brilliant remembering of the blended brilliance of your experience of your consciousness of who you are you are special you are loved you are important to the infinity of the universe and we are so happy that you spent this last hour with us all is well welcome to the law of attraction card reading it is not my role to make others happy it is not your role to make others happy It is your role to keep yourself in balance. When you pay attention to how you feel and practice self-empowering thoughts that align with who you really are, you will offer an example of thriving that will be of tremendous value to those who have the benefit of observing you. You cannot get poor enough to help poor people thrive 
or get sick enough to help sick people get well. You can only uplift from your position of strength and clarity and alignment. It is not your role to make others happy. This is Charcel reminding you that like attracts like, and that today is sunny with possibilities. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. Join Ray every Friday at noon Central Time on Unity Online Radio for more ways to align with your source and start living the life you intended to live. Everyday Attraction is sponsored by Send Out Cards. Go to www.sendoutcards.com slash attraction and mail a free card that you personalize to someone you appreciate. Don't wait. Act on your promptings to appreciate today at www.sendoutcards.com slash attraction. Everyday Attraction is recorded live every Thursday at noon Pacific Time on Align Radio, alignradio.com. Jesus taught us that it is our divine creator's great pleasure to give us the kingdom of limitless good. We are all heirs to incredible abundance, and yet many people right now are stuck and struggling in a place of lack. How do we walk the walk and experience vibrant health, profound love, limitless wealth, and overflowing joy in the midst of a world consciousness of lack and separation? Each week, you will learn powerful and practical tools to experience greater abundance in every area of your life. Hear from experts and visionaries that are living examples of sacred abundance and have your questions about prosperity answered from a spiritual perspective. Join Reverend Robin Ryder live every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Central Time on Sacred Abundance, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Music Speaks Louder Than Words is an inspiring, informative, and fun hour of uplifting, heartfelt music and commentary that delivers a powerful message of love, joy, and oneness. It will keep you smiling and singing along. Your host, Dale Worley, is alive with the Spirit of God each Thursday afternoon at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern with Music Speaks Louder Than Words. Music, it's the only thing that the whole world listens to. Today I stand firmly in my faith. I meet life courageously and confidently, seeing beyond appearances to underlying good. Through faith I overcome every limitation. I know that God's power within me is greater than any situation I may have to meet or overcome. God is greater than any condition or circumstance. Through faith I am fearless and free. This inspirational message is brought to you by Daily Word. Daily Word, inspiration, and practical teachings to help people of all faiths 
live healthy, prosperous, and meaningful lives. Give Daily Word to yourself or a friend, and give the gift of hope, joy, peace, and encouragement. Order your subscriptions today, online at dailyword.com.